0: It's not gross. It's the social dose. The social dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media. Brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Thursday, May fourth, and I'm Paris Nicholson
1: at Paris Nicholson on socials. And I'm Michael Judson Berry at M Judson Berry on socials. Today, the Writers Guild of America is officially on strike, and it is all over our timelines. We support the WGA, but it's times like these that make me grateful there isn't a Speakers Guild of America on strike. Da-dum-ts
0: then hey now hey now this is what mundane moments in everyday life are made of we're talking about the tiktok trend that has people falling to their knees
1: and in breaking news boyfriends across the nation keep talking in their sleep and well frankly it's kind of creeping us out girlfriends are asking them to um like maybe like not do that all this breaking social media news and more coming up next on the
0: social dose We'll get right back into the trending news after this break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/tech. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/tech.
1: I'm Paris, and I'm Michael, and you're listening to the Social Dose. Let's see what else is new on our social media timelines. Huzzah,
0: Michaela. Yes. Met Gala happened. Did you mm-hmm. see the incredible
1: looks? Did you I, see Doja Cat looking so sexy? Yes. And did you see? Was it who? Uh, some who was it? Now I'm blanking on the name. Who was dressed like Doja Cat? Who did the full like bedazzled uh, Lil Nas X? Lil Nas X. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Of course. How can you forget Lil Nas X? Sorry. There were so many amazing, I was just, there were so many looks. There's so many celebrities this year. And Uh, yet, the biggest mm. star and the name
0: on everyone's lips was the cockroach. Yes. That Lil Miss diva. Was the true cock of the walk this year. She really was. She came out on that (laughs) carpet. She said, hey, girlies, y'all wanted a twist? It's all about Mm. me. And then honestly, in a publicity stunt that would make even Lady
1: Gaga jealous, she died on that red carpet. She was murdered publicly in front of everyone. You know what? This felt like such a moment of like, this is how we in America feel about celebrities. We photograph them, yeah. we get the moment, and then we step on them when we no longer need them. Or we're so desensitized to them that the roach
0: is more interesting. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Did you see the Daily Loud tweeted a fake AI photo of what Selena Gomez might have looked like had she attended this Met
1: Gala? Yes, and it looks so real. She Again, looks gorgeous. Again, AI, oh my god blowing my mind I did you see also a lot of the actors were asked about the writer strike going on Im see free Jimmy Fallon Kinder Bronson a lot of their responses were great very supportive which I really appreciated. Yeah, and I was like, listen, we need somebody who can shed a little bit
0: more light on this. So our guest today is our bestie Christian, who's a comedy mm-hmm. producer and writer. Christian, hello. What's up, boys? I'm Mr. We're you so up. happy to have you back.
2: I this I look forward to this every month. So thank you Aww. for having me. Um What hot McGala yeah. takes do you have? Oh, um, I'm not gonna pretend to know anything about fashion. Mm-hmm. I'd just be on Twitter like, oh, that looks dope. And ooh, that don't look dope. And uh, it seems like, yo, know, uh, the men stepped it up in general this year. And I'm happy that they didn't all come out in, like, a suit and a black bow tie. Mm.
1: I mean, even yeah. if they did do a suit, who was it? One of them had the black cutout, uh, the back cutout on his oh, suit, uh, which I'm here for. Bad yeah. Bunny. Yeah, they Bad Bunny's yeah. a little
2: slut, he's a little slut. He yeah, really is. is. Also, like, yeah. if
1: you have to go to a wedding in the summer and you wear a suit and you're just like sweating, this mm-hmm. is the answer. I hope this becomes a trend. I have to Yo. go to two weddings this summer and I hope I can wear backless suits and it's appropriate.
2: Yeah, I'm fucking with you, let's do it.
1: Bad
0: Bunny is such a little
1: bottom to me. He's so <laughs> cute.
0: <laughs> On
2: that note, let's get into today's top social stories. Yo, Kylie definitely pulls out the strap though, for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: It's official! The Writers Guild of America is on strike, and not the bowling kind. Members of the WGA are not backing down, but are putting up a ton of content on socials. Paris Nicholson has the details. That's right, besties. I've
0: been seeing so much of this on my timeline. And here are a few things that we need to know. What do the writers want? Well, they want a provision that would protect them and their compensation from encroachment by AI. As we know, AI is sort of taking over pretty much every industry. At this point, she can write, she can sing, she can make videos, she can make movies. Ew. So. Naturally, humans are like, hey, we want to make sure that this technology isn't going to put us all out of jobs, which I think is a fair thing to ask. Mm -hmm. They also want higher compensation and to be paid residuals for streaming. (gasps) Whereas, like, if you think about, like, in the 90s, like, let's say you wrote an episode of Frasier and then they played a rerun of Frasier. At that point, you would get a little extra money in residuals. But because streaming never really goes away and is kind of just always airing 24-7, there's no real laws in place or like rules in place to kind of protect the people creating this stuff. And it's kind of a shit deal as of right now. Ew. They also want proper staffing because apparently people are trying to get away with hiring fewer writers by doing these little mini rooms. And those are not good for the content, the art, or the industry. Yay! And... The last thing to know is that the last time we had one of these strikes was in the year 2007, and it
1: lasted 100 days. And the hashtag hashtag WJStrong has been trending in tandem with the strike. Paris, I gotta say, that was so much information, which, uh, granted, like, we're usually, like, more fun, and you sounded properly newsy, and I'm so impressed, like, if yeah, NPR is the next step for you, I'm not gonna be surprised at all, that sounded like Thank proper you. journalism.
2: I, I'm impressed as well. Alright,
1: y'all, what do you think about this strike that's going on? <laughs> yes, Christian, give us, give us your hot take on this.
2: Uh, it's not even a hot take, it's not, it's not even a it's, a, it's not even a, you know, a warm take, it's just the take, which is mm-hmm. pay these motherfuckers, just compensate Mm -hmm. these people who create whole worlds from, you know, an inkling of a thought that somehow makes its way onto a page that then becomes a production that then becomes like a viable way for the masses to, you know, interpret the meanings of life or whatever Mm -hmm. stripes they may be going to like pay these Mm -hmm. motherfuckers that are in their rooms, uh, dreaming up this stuff for you. I mean, my, my thing is like, imagine if we had no television during the pandemic, just there was nothing on our screens. Oh, God.
1: We would have had to talk to each other or like play cards.
2: Yeah, Uno via Zoom or some shit. But <laughs> yeah, all that I to did say do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm proud of all my WJ uh, uh, friends that I've worked on with various shows in the streets. Um, we got you. Um... All of these top execs have been profiting, like, by millions and millions year after year. And then then coming to the table and and saying that, you know, they have no money. It's all bullshit. And on top of all that, during negotiations, um, WJ was, you know, negotiating in earnest and listing all of their stipulations. And the companies were coming back with no counters whatsoever. So it was almost like the negotiations and, like, even the, the effort of talking this out was... Uh, was beneath them. So what we're in for is, you know, a rough ride. And it's time to stand with the people that make you laugh and cry and do all this amazing shit because they can't even afford rent. Yeah, Mm. yeah, and it it does seem like both have like
1: really dug their heels in. And also, friends, if you want another explanation as well, at Van the Brand has a full tweet explaining screenwriting, how it all works, like the process, like what screenwriters have to go through. So you've like just you can see just how much screenwriters do. They do more than just like write the script. I was actually talking to a friend of mine who's an Emmy-nominated, very successful writer, and he actually said he was like, the bigger you get, the more you do for free. Like he has nine projects Mm. in development, and only one is paying him. What? That's fucked up. You know, it's tough. The AI of it, though. Lisa Collins sort of laid this out when uh, she tweeted, AI can't, well, the list of demands regarding AI. They can't rewrite literary material. It can't be used to source material. Basically saying AI can't take jobs away from writers. And uh, Lisa Collins then said, the producer's response was, we don't want to preempt technology we might be able to take advantage of. And she said, this is the exact quote from the studios. And... They did offer to have annual meetings to discuss advancements in technology, which feels like such that cringy boss response that's like, "We're gonna the do nothing, but don't do. worry. Sometimes we'll have meetings to address this."
2: Yeah. Also, to so. bring to bring a bunch of motherfuckers into like a conference room with some stale muffins and be like, "This is how you are going to be replaced." <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what, what would the meeting entail? Yeah. Exactly. Man, fuck off, dog. Yeah.
1: And Lisa Kahn then went on to say, like the W the WGS fight on AI is existential. It's not just for writers, but the whole entertainment community because they could be used to to do the work of directors, producers, editors, voice actors. I mean, oh yeah. my God, don't take my voice away. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't you little mermaid me.
0: I saw a really morbid tweet from Akila, obviously, who uh, said, not to be hyperbolic, but this WGA strike is the canary in the coal mine. If we don't stop this industry from insane automation and devaluing wages, that's a wrap. That's dystopia. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. this is just like one industry that like Granted, isn't saving lives necessarily. Like, it's not medicine. It's not, I don't know. But... If this falls to AI,
1: everything else is next.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a pivotal, it's a pivotal yeah. battle that's about to happen.
1: But while it is a bleak time, some people are having fun taking to Twitter or commenting on this. And I love the one from at Brokeback Stan who said, I used to watch Heroes. So, yes, I understand the cultural implications of a writer's strike. <laughs> 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 we all know what happened. Do you remember during that first strike where our favorite shows, all of a sudden the writing got real rough? No, I yeah. just love all the people that started listing their favorite shows that, you know, were affected by that first strike and from at Nelson PMX was like season four of Lost crying um, <laughs> at to feel alive said this, but it was Friday Night Lights. Another person <laughs> said Pushing Daisies
2: like, uh. I know. I, I Friday Night Lights, especially. But if you, have you guys watched Friday Night Lights? No, uh, no I just know football. the Amy Schumer
1: sketch making fun of Connie Britton and all the wine she used to drink on that show.
2: She was <laughs> proper hammered at all these PTA meetings. <laughs> that is no joke for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, there was a, a, a infamous plot line in the second season where um, uh, Jesse Plemons just straight up kills a guy. <laughs> oh. yeah just kills a man sorry spoiler word uh, and oh. <laughs> they just never talk about it again in the next four seasons of the show oh my Gosh. god I love that Yeah. well yeah.
1: we all know how this is gonna go unless you're on House of Dragons who said House of Dragons season 2 to continue filming amid writer strike and I love at Carolina nerd said but there'll be no writer on set so good luck with that if you think that's all we do <laughs> they, they gonna learn they gonna learn I'm Paris. And I'm Michael. And you're listening to The Social Dose. Let's see what else is new in the
0: world of social media. This just in. According to wellness influencers on Instagram, romanticizing your life will make you happier. It's simply science, bitch. So nothing makes us happier than this new trend romanticizing even our most mundane moments. MJB with more.
1: Yes, the gist of the trend is that people are falling to their knees after seeing random things in this world that bring them great joy, like the tallest filing cabinet or Colonial Williamsburg or just a Starbucks reserve. And it's all (laughs) done to a sound created by TikTok user at Brent Morgan Sings, who made a sound attempting to turn Lizzie McGuire's This Is What Dreams Are Made Of into a slow wedding song ballad, which I actually have in my iTunes, and the (laughs) has been ruined from seeing the video that he posted because it begins with the Hilary Duff version and then it just switches to him doing this cool like ballady version and it's him just looking into the camera trying to sing it in a sultry way and (sighs) it just kind of backfires but it's made for great fun fun moments have uh Paris and Christian have you seen these
2: I, I, uh, yeah, I, I was privy to it this week. And all I have to say is, uh, oh, oh, what's going on, man? Is everyone okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no, they're not. <laughs> no one is. This is this, like, I just want everyone to, like hug somebody. Cause this oh. is what's trending right now. Good God. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> We're celebrating the little things. I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> but I, I will say, um, the, the, the gentleman who did the cover of the Hillary Duff song, um, he definitely looks like he, uh, it, it's it's like a wedding song type deal, but he wanted to be the third in in, in, that, in that honeymoon oh, night no. for sure. Yeah. He looked into his eyes and he was definitely like, "Yo, if y'all if y'all got room in the honeymoon bed, I'm <laughs> I'm about to slide through." What's up?
1: <laughs> That's true, but he's the one that you're just like, "No, no, I'm all right." Thanks. Oh, thanks, sweetie. Thank you. No. I did see one of
0: these um, about the Dr. Pepper Museum, which I'd never heard of before, but it's from at Hannah E. Worley on TikTok. And she it's like the song, and then she falls to her knees and the camera pans over to... What exists as the Dr. Pepper Museum. And even Dr. Pepper commented on it because, of course, they did, thirsty asses, saying, opening (laughs) the gates of flavor heaven. And then a pepper emoji. And I'm like, Dr. Pepper, there's no pepper
1: in Dr. Pepper. You know that, right? Why are you using a chili pepper emoji? I think they're just saying the flavor of heaven, it's spicy. I think they're trying to be sexy, but like Dr. Pepper, (laughs) you don't need to be sexy. I love the one from Katie underscore Brewer who did it in front of a two-story Taco Bell. And when I saw that video too, Uh. it looks like a Taco Bell over a car wash. I think it's the parking, but could you imagine if it it was a Taco Bell and a car wash, like somehow they could come together, like while your car is being washed, you can have a Taco Bell. Just a thought, just putting it out there.
2: I fuck with this vision real quick. So like, imagine like a hazmat suit or like, or like even like scuba gear and they come out with like waterproof bags while you're. In the driveway getting your car washed <sighs> and give you the taco bell taco bell mm-hmm. call me that one was free <laughs> <laughs> Listen, as oh
0: long gosh. as they can get Diablo sauce out of my car seats, that's all I need. Word. There you
1: go. Um, I feel like the one back in March that really kicked this trend off was from at just the mess444, which I love, who did this in front of the Chicago River, which is dyed yeah. green every year for St. Patrick's Day. And it is a bright green. And she did it to that. So she must yeah. really love St. Patty's Day or just like... Green water, in which case she could come to it for the Hudson. In the video she <laughs> says that it's the first time they've dyed the river green since COVID
0: and that's what's bringing her to her knees. Uh, which like I guess So it's it harkens so ugly. back to the before time.
2: Yeah, Chicago stays <laughs> yeah. doing that. They, they they put dye in that river, and the sea life in that river has gotta be, you know, ready to take over humans at some point. Like oh they my god, the, all the mm. chemicals in that river. But you know it's, it's what dreams <laughs> are made of. I'm sorry I'm such a downer today, guys. <laughs> this is what dreams are made of. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> christian we're happy to have you up or down <laughs> Yeah, okay yeah, i'm happy to be here or not there <laughs> i just love
1: i just love sometimes when social media also validates me like i am one of the most gullible people on the planet mm-hmm. which everyone in my life loves to take advantage of like my parents i never had a birthday as a kid because my yes. parents lied and said i had a huge one when i was five like i just believe everything um but someone <laughs> commented on the uh the chicago river one at Huh, who was like, I know nothing about Chicago, so I'll just stay confused. And at Lilac, who said, it's a tribute for Shrek, the grand movie. And at Ha responded with, I actually believed you for a moment. And at Ha, who was appropriately named, I see you and I feel you. Because I believe literally everything. And it's a real shame. Paris, you know this.
0: I do. And I take advantage of it very often. You do. It's- helpful and it's fun yeah
2: <laughs> also you guys know i love shrek so i would have believed that anyway uh, i would have been pumped on it oh, oh yeah you're excited shrek for the new shrek bitches. movie i feel like yes, we talked about this. yeah a yeah. month ago like see you know remember that shrek car we talked about imagine converting yes. that into a boat and riding it down <gasps> said river it's a rat. oh my god oh yeah <laughs> boo <laughs> <laughs>
1: Please, please let us know who you would get on your knees and be excited for. Let us know at the socialdosepodcast.com. Guys, real quick, what would what would you two, what would bring you to your knees along know, with Michael, a are you version saying, of this? Let us know who would bring you to your
0: knees you're excited <laughs> for. Yeah, like, what? Are we sucking dick? It the, oh, yeah. At the socialdosepodcast.com?
2: <laughs> <Because> Paris,
1: <laughs> I would never. We've established my mom listens to this podcast now. I can't yeah, say that. And she's like gonna that. hear you say yeah, that. Mike, she's gonna Michael, be like, what? How did
2: you how did you get here? Your mom
1: Good thing I'm no somnambular ultracarpidarian because I can frankly say that sleep talking is a type of parasomnia or sleep disorder that will happen at least once to over 70% of all individuals, especially ones like me, who love to hear the sound of their own voice even whilst asleep. In layman's terms, if
0: you sleep in the same room as your partner, then there's a pretty decent shot you're going to hear them say some weird shit.
1: (laughs) Yes, (laughs) and thanks to a new TikTok trend, we get to hear it too. Christian reports.
2: Hello all. Okay, so the trend involves usually a girlfriend telling the viewers an insane thing that their partners said or did in their sleep the night before. It's uh, it's set up like a trauma dump with just their face looking at the screen and then a paragraph of text on top of that. And the trend's set to congratulations by Mac Miller, R.I.P. Mac Miller. And uh, this is basically, you know, uh, I, this uh, this is why I'm single. Uh, I, get put, uh, <laughs> I ain't trying to get caught up in this mess. First of all, I know I snore. I've been told that by many, many any a person. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll have me on TikTok looking crazy. And then we're supposed to eat lunch and act like I'm not viral on this shit. Man, fuck like this trend. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I love this. I love the first one from um, at Fairy Baby, spelled F-A-1-R-Y-B-B-Y. Who her her story was when my BF elbowed me really hard in the forehead while he was asleep and then immediately woke up right after I asked him, why the fuck did you do that? And he said, sorry, baby, I had a dream that I was fighting a little kid. The kid was winning. So I had to take a dirty shot. (laughs) (laughs) Just elbow that child, even in
0: dreamscape. I support that. I but stand like, by that man. This
1: must be really common because there were a lot of comments there like from at Nane who said, my BF once chewed my eyebrow while sleeping because he had a dream he was eating a hot dog. <laughs> Which <What> the <laughs> fuck? What? Not the eyebrow. <laughs> but I feel like the one that's actually creepier is the one from uh, Riz V Rose, who said, One time my BF gently caressed my face in his sleep, but in real oh. life, he fully slapped me in the face and didn't understand why I woke up and yelled at him. Oh, no. <laughs> Are and men it- pretending to be asleep so that they can abuse their girlfriends? Is that what
0: this
2: is? <laughs> <laughs> it's giving that. <laughs> no, nah, babe, I was asleep. <laughs> yeah, <what the> <laughs> Oh, damn. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yo yeah they should like yo like if they're caught cheating like they can just use this meme in reverse but nah babe i was asleep i was asleep you didn't see me do oh, that gosh.
0: Listen, (laughs) I just calls him like I sees him, and I have to be honest with you boys, I am a sleep talker. I mean, obviously I never shut the fuck up, and that does extend into me being asleep. Mm. So I actually texted my fiance, I said, baby, do you remember anything I've ever said during my sleep? Because obviously I don't remember. And he responded with a voice message, and I actually haven't listened to it, but I want to play it on mic.
2: Oh, fuck yeah. Live debut. So let's hear what he says. I'm so excited. I'm with it. Normally, when you're sleeping, you sound like you're fighting demons, but trying to keep them in orderly fashion. Like you're fighting demons, but, you know, <laughs> you're like staying one line right here, one at a time. Let's tackle you all in an orderly fashion. Um, I don't know. It's like you're fighting, but trying to hide the fact that you're fighting whatever you're talking about. And sometimes you're just like talking about things that are on your list, things that you have to do, but normally nothing
1: too crazy. <laughs> Good to know that like your Marvel, ca- your Marvel character is such a Capricorn that he makes the demons line up in, in a nice order and then battles one at a time. Yeah, He's like, you- no, no, no. If you're here to do battle with Paris, you must form a line here. You said- you fill out the form? <laughs> Did you fill out the NDA? And- said,
2: demons, let's get in formation. Like-
1: <laughs> okay. demon. <laughs>
2: I'm like doing choreo with these
1: demons. And then after you do it, while you're doing it too, you're also apparently doing grocery lists or your like to-do list. You're like, I'm sorry, demon number four. We have to hold for a moment while I figure out what I need to get from the container store tomorrow. I can't wait to watch this movie. No offense, but it sounds a little more DC Universe than Marvel, but I'll still watch it. Sure does. That was
2: rude. That was offensive.
1: shout out to my gorgeous fiance Dwight
0: Brooks for putting up with my organized demon battles nightly. Oh gosh.
1: <laughs> no, I like, I had one time, my sister and I, I am mean, so this is in a couple and obviously this with my sister, but we were on vacation and we had to share a bed and I had a dream. I remember that I was trying to give a talk and people wouldn't shut up. And finally I just yelled, this is unacceptable. But I yelled it so loud that I woke myself up <laughs> and it was in a high vaulted room. So it echoed and my sister <laughs> shot up and she was like, what? And I laid there. I was so embarrassed i just pretended to be asleep
2: <laughs> you just like if, and the, if, if and I the next the sound, morning yeah. the next
1: morning she was like did you have a dream last night where you were shouting and i was like no what well, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Don't people say a lot about like what you do in your sleep, like reveals your inner, like psychologists have a lot to say about this, right? Yeah, of course. And I love, it makes me think of the, the TikTok from at Abby, who I'm pretty sure she's dating Army Hammer because she said, just me remembering the time my boyfriend was asleep and I thought he was rolling over for cuddles, but this MF opened his mouth and bit the fuck out of my cheek. Like this motherfucker chomped and I was half asleep. So it scared the shit out of me. So I started crying and he woke up and I asked him why he did it. He said someone in his dream was gonna shoot him, so he bit their ankle, and he didn't know that he was doing it in real life, too. But I like that his response to someone trying to shoot him was he was gonna bite them, and then he literally chomped, as she said, down on her cheek. Wow. Yeah,
2: there's some strategic uh, inaccuracies and just ways of approaching that situation that I'd love to sit down <laughs> with him and discuss. Because <laughs> I mean,
0: he <laughs> was a dog in the dream. That's why he went for an ankle bite. He dreamt he was oh, a little
1: puppy. No. dreamt is a little puppy i know my favorite was a guy who was being such a guy in his dreams from at tamikia who said my husband one time was literally pulling my hair in his sleep when i asked him what he was doing he said he was taking the trash out
2: nope (laughs) (laughs) See, that was fucking funny that was fucking funny all
0: right (laughs) these men aren't asleep at all (laughs) i'm calling it i'm calling bullshit (laughs) <laughs> oh, man. Listen, besties, have you ever been accused of talking in your sleep? Are you a sleepwalker, sleep talker? Let us know at Socialdosepodcast.com. We want to know what your partners are mumbling in their sleep, if they're mm-hmm. fighting demons
1: in a chaotic way or in an organized way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Christian, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, um, thanks. It's always thanks. such a blast. I, I mm-hmm. love you too.
2: I always laugh. It's great. Uh, you'd social dose forever, and uh, can't Aww. wait to be back. Aww, Christian,
0: you. plug your shit. What well, you got to plug? Where can people yeah. find you? What yeah. you got going
2: on? Uh, find me at That Boy Banda. T h a t b o y b a n d a at Instagram on Instagram and we can chat it up in the DMs. I post silly things and have a good time on there. And also read up more about the writers' strike if you don't. If this is your first time hearing about it, like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of easily digestible um, media and articles and stuff out there. And you know, uh, as we talked about, this is going to affect kind of every facet in society a lot of a trickle-down effect in some way shape or form so stay yes, educated is the
0: forefront of the ai battle and mm-hmm. who better to write a picket sign than actual
2: writers yeah they were balling out with some of those check those out too they were fun. there are some really good ones uh what was that before we go my favorite uh was uh hey uh execs pay us now or, or we're going to spoil the end of succession <gasps> I saw that one. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a good threat, too. That's a real yeah. good threat. You're damn right. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's potent. Now besties, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much. Don't forget to leave us a voice message or let us know what you're thinking at the socialdosepodcast.com. Now I actually have to
1: go and fall to my knees in
0: front of a Velveeta
1: factory. <gasps> oh, you do love Velveeta. Uh, well, I have to go run to La Roche's funeral because um, it's gonna happen soon. And that cockroach was a star and I want to be photographed there. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Danielle Jones-Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sonny Balkan is associate producer. The show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle. Music by Dom Jones.